0: a lot of people say they don't read the Bible because they don't understand it. And as a Christian, I feel like it's my duty to explain it to you. Welcome to the Ghetto Bible Tales. I'm your host, Jerrica. And here at the Ghetto Bible Tales, we we retell Bible stories and discuss biblical themes in a comical yet understandable way. We're going to laugh, but we're going to learn too. So strap on your seatbelt, pop yourself some popcorn, and let's do this. y'all it's your girl jerica and i'm back with another ghetto bible tale you may notice something a little different your girl is dressed you know a little gangster and i'm dressed a little gangster because i got to tell y'all about a little gangster okay also i may have went a little overboard with the glitter but you know what we just gonna roll with this today okay so let's get ready for this one so, today we're going to be coming from the book of Judges. Again, I feel like I'm, lately I've been obsessed with the book of Judges. But anyway, before we can get into this story about this little gangster I want to tell y'all about, we must first discuss the rules of context. Yes, this is something that I have talked about in the previous ghetto Bible Tub videos, and something that I'm gonna continue to talk about because I feel like it is very important to understand the Bible. So, the rules of contact uh, contact. Why I keep doing it? The rules of context are number one, language. The Bible was not originally written in English. People take that into your account before you read it. Rule number two: history and culture. Ladies and gentlemen, You cannot apply American 2022 culture to the Bible. Okay? You cannot do that because this is ancient Israel culture, which is completely different from American culture. So don't do it. Okay? Rule number three, Holy Spirit. It is impossible to read and understand the Bible without the Holy Spirit. Okay? So, Before you get into this, you get on your knees, you talk to the Lord, you ask him for guidance. He sends you guidance through what? The Holy Spirit. Okay. And the final rule of context is reading the Bible as a whole. No, you cannot take one verse, amplify it on this grand scale and then confuse people. No, you have to read the Bible for what it is from beginning to end in its entirety, to understand it, to be able to understand certain situations, okay? Those are the rules of context. Once you have an understanding of those rules, we can proceed with the story. So, as I have said, we're coming from the book of Judges today, and we are in chapter 3 of the book of Judges, starting at verse 12. Now, for those of you that don't know, at this point in the book of Judges, the children of Israel have yet to get a king, so there is no king. But what would happen is God will raise up judges who would, you know, pretty much delegate for the children of Israel. Most of the time, the judges was like a military leader or whatever. Sometimes it wasn't. For instance, in this case, this guy becomes a judge, and I don't think he had any military background, so, you know, Whatever. And if we're reading in context here, at this point of Judges, the children of Israel don't really know God. So what would happen is they would go so long where they would praise the Lord this day and the third. And then eventually they start mixing with other races or whatever. And then they would forget God. They would forget the customs. And then they would end up in slavery or something. And they'd be like, oh, let me ask God, can he help me out of this? Then they'll turn back to God and then God'll raise up, you know, a savior, a judge to save everybody. And it's 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 astounding how often this happens. Like it's 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 a recurring situation in the whole doggone Bible, especially in the Old Testament, it's a recurring situation where they would just be like, okay, forget God, we can do what we want to do, then they get in trouble, and they're like, oh God, please help us, send us a Savior, and then God was send, you know, he will raise up a Savior to save everybody, like, this is, it's really sad, this real sick, recurring, toxic behavior of the children of Israel, but whatever, God will help them out every time because he loves his people, whatever. So, in this particular case, God raised up a man named Ehud. 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 I- His name at the bottom of the screen, people. I mean, if you you should know at this point that your girl ain't good pronunciation. His name at the bottom of the screen, but since you know, I'm going to have to refer to this man Multiple times here, we are gonna call him uh oh, Easy E. That's that's what his name gonna be today. His biblical name is at the bottom of the screen. That that E word E E E Hood. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna refer to him as Easy E, and y'all uh d- don't be offended, okay? Easy E. This this that's what his name's gonna be. So just just deal with it for today. All right, all right. So before E E-Z-E had become a judge, Israel, um, they had been serving idol gods, etc., cetera, et cetera, And at this point, they are slaves to the Moabite nation. And they have been slaves for 18 years. So after 18 years of slavery, they suddenly remember their God. And so they start calling on the Lord to help them. And God raised up this this man, Easy E, and Easy E is from the tribe of Benjamin, and he's a left-handed person. I know that's a random detail right now, but I'm just—it's gonna be very very important later. But Easy E is left-handed, and he's the new judge of Israel. All right. One of the reasons that that left-hand uh, detail is important is. It's to highlight how God chooses what man usually rejects. If you ever notice in the Bible, God don't choose the strongest. He usually choose the weakest person. He don't, you know what I mean? He don't choose the oldest or the eldest. He always choose the youngest. If you have ever paid attention. So, in this case, easy is left-handed and even now, left-handedness is rejected within society like if a child starts writing with their left hand like their teachers or parents will make them write with their right hand so that detail about easy e being left-handed was very very uh important to show how god accepts what man rejects i just thought i might throw that out there for y'all so as previously stated the children of Israel are slaves to the nation of Moab so the Moabites have them as slavery as, uh, the Moabites the Moabites uh, they are slaves to the Moabites oh my god I cannot talk today they are slaves to the Moabites so the Moabites so so E comes up with a plan to get close to the king of the Moabites so what happens is the children of Israel Uh, arrange a tribute to the king and Easy e is going to take the tribute to the king. Now tribute can usually be something like that they want to present to the king like it could be you know maybe their finest crops or it could be a pretty woman or it could be food or jewelry or whatever. It's basically like a gift that they're giving to the king. So, before Easy e take the tribute to the king, he makes himself a dagger. Um, the Bible explains that it is a double-edged 17-inch knife. And once he's done making it, he attaches it to his right thigh. And then he proceeds to take the gift to the king. Now, the Bible made mention that the king was fat. So, I'm assuming that the tribute must have been food. And it must have been a lot of food because it says that when um, Easy e brought the tribute in, there were men helping him. So it was either food or it could have been a statue. Maybe they made a statue of the man. I don't know because I don't think it specifically says what the tribute is. But all I know is it must have been heavy because it took more than one person to carry. So, Easy e brought the tribute in and they set it down. And um... The men who helped bring the tribute in, they walk out. So, I mean, I guess there's still a court of people in there. So, Easy e tell the king... I have a secret message for you, and I, I want to... I, we need to, you know, we need some one-on-one time, because I got something really important to tell you. And, obviously, another thing why I'm thinking... I believe that Easy e must not have looked uh, intimidating. He must not have looked intimidating at all, because the king sends everybody out the room. All the guards, all the people. he sent everybody out. You're going to be in the room alone with, with this stranger. You don't know this man. So, I'm just thinking that goes back to God using what mankind rejects. Easy. He probably was a little scrawny, little skinny man who didn't look intimidating or like he would hurt somebody. Or he might have been old and frail. I'm not sure because, you know, the Bible don't describe what he looked like. But... He had to be a man that didn't look like he would hurt anyone because the king wasn't afraid to be alone with him. So, after the king leaves, well, I mean, I'm sorry. After the king sent everybody away, him and Easy e go to a private room by themselves. So, the king's sitting up, and I guess he's just munching or eating on whatever it is that Easy e brought him. And the king was like, so, what's up, little man? Well, what's going on? All right, y'all. So this is when you realize how much of a thug Easy E is. Because he could have he could have literally said this uh, far away, but let me tell you about about your boy Easy. Easy E w- walked up to the king. He got real close. He got right in that man's face, right next to his ear, and he said. I got a message for you from the God of Israel. And then he shoved that whole 17-inch dagger in that man's gut. Straight thugging. I don't care what nobody says. Straight thugging. I'm talking about a whole mic drop moment, like. I hope I ain't turn my mic up. (laughs) Anyway. So after Easy E stabbed the king, he um he locked the doors to the room and he sneaked out the side. So he he done made his escape, and so all the other people that the king sent out the room they must not have saw him when he uh when he left. So they just sitting out waiting, and it's been hours, and the king ain't came out yet, mind you. King dead. If I, if you, if you haven't caught on, the king's dead because apparently his belly swallowed the entire knife. I'm talking about not just the blade part, but the the handle. It swallowed the whole thing, so all of easy, easy, e- e- good uh, gun. <laughs> all his gun, all his knife is in the the king's gut, and uh, it's the Bible said that his gut starts spilling out around the knife, so um he dead dead. But anyway, easy eater made his escape and so the king people are standing outside the door waiting on him and they like, well dang it's been a long time since he come out but they ain't say nothing because they thought, well you know maybe he must be doing something. So time keep passing, it get dark and they like oh, the king still he ain't came out the roof. So now they embarrassed and then they try the door and the door lock and they be like, well well maybe you know he with a woman or something. Some more hours passed by. Finally they was like, okay, it ain't it's something wrong here. So they they go they go open the door and they find, you know, fat daddy or good spilling out on the floor. Dead. He he did. And uh, easy E is gone. <laughs> so Easy E make his escape to a place called Syrah. By Mother Screen, Sarah, 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 Sarah? whatever. He makes his escape there, and immediately after the children of Israel follow him into battle, they battle the Moabites and they win. And thanks to Eazy E and his gangsterness, they have peace in the nation for 80 years, and um, that is the longest time of peace. Within the book of Judges. So, he was the judge that had the longest period of freedom. That was their longest period of freedom and peace. Um, because of Easy e as their judge. I think the other judges, probably most of them had like 20 years of freedom and peace in between. But with Easy e it was up to 80. So, they was free for 80 years. But, of course, they fall back into old habits and... Uh, the recurring toxic behavior happens again. And you know, God has to raise up another judge after that. But right now, we're just focusing on your boy Easy e because he was a straight up dog. I don't care what y'all say. God's messages are as sharp as a double-edged sword. Literally. Ask the king of Moab. <laughs> or not. You can't because his cuts on the floor. Ooh. Bet y'all ain't know that Easy e the reason that people do pat-downs before you go into an event. Cause you know when he went to see that king, they ain't pet him down. Now that's why y'all be getting patted down and wandered every time you go somewhere because you might come up in there with a doggone or 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 weapon. It was it was because ei I'm just saying. I'm just, I'm just I'm just throwing that out there. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is the story of the left-handed gangster Easy E, whose biblical name is at the bottom of the screen. Don't come for me. But anyway. You do not have to take my word for it. You can read it for yourself. So just open your Bible. Go to the book of Judges chapter 3 starting at verse 12. And read about Little Easy um, I hope y'all enjoyed this episode of the Ghetto Bible Tales. Please like, comment, and subscribe. And follow me on all my social media at Ghetto Bible Tales. And until next time. All Ghetto Bible tale episodes are posted on YouTube simultaneously in video format. Thanks for tuning in. You can follow the show on all social media at Ghetto Bobble Tales. Head on over to GhettoBobbleTales.com and you can sign up for the mailing list so that you can be notified of updates and other things. You can also request topics or stories that you'd like for me to discuss on the show. Once again, I'm your host Jerrica and this has been the Ghetto Bible Tales. New episodes are posted every Wednesday and every Sunday.